Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I am, of course, your host with the most Phil Better. And today I have Ben Easter with me, the Lucid, uh, hold on, Lucid Shift Coaching Expert. Hi, sir. How are you today? I'm doing great. I love your energy. How's it going, man? Uh, I just try and bring as much energy as possible because the more energy I bring, the better the episode is and everybody enjoys it. And I'm not one of those stoic people. I, I never was stoic. <laughs> I have too much energy to give out. Um, ben, go ahead. Sorry for cutting you off. I, no, man. I was just going to say me too. I appreciate the energy. I, uh, it's, it's one of the things I bring. It's great. Excellent. Ben, I have your your small little bio here that I'm going to be putting in the show notes, but introduce yourself to my audience. Let them know a bit about you and Lucid Coach, uh, Shift Coaching. Yeah. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm a coach, transformational business mindset coach is how, how we kind of play. We help entrepreneurs to overcome, you know, there's like five big ones, but it's all mindset stuff really that's, that's happening where people understand that they are the biggest thing standing in their way of success. And so we help them to kind of overcome those things. They're not, you know, it's not magic, but it is like, it is pretty useful once it happens. It is magic. I'm telling you right now, what you do is (laughs) magic, sir. It works like magic. I always say it's like, it's not magic, but it's kind of like magic. (laughs) It's the kind of magic, if you will. It's not a full magic, but it does seem like magic. Um, Ben, how did you get started? Like, what was the catalyst? What was that raison d'être that you were like, I'm going to become an entrepreneur? Like, what is it that catalyst to change you? Yeah, honestly, man, I'm one of those ones who always had the the itch in me from, you know, back in the beginning, I was in high school selling weed back before it was cool. <laughs> I, I really thought that it was just like, I, I was really like fascinated with the numbers and, you know, thinking about how to like, you know, in that one, there's, it's really a lot about mitigating risk and, yeah. and, and understanding how to market and like be, you know, be careful, but also like protect your capital and all that stuff. I was really interested in it. And I, uh, went to college, ultimately wound up not being the business for me. What I understandable, I, you know, yeah. the risk starts coming, getting worse and worse. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just didn't want to live, by, live and die by my intuition like that. So I became a coach now I live and die by my intuition. Um, but anyway, <laughs> the idea is that, um, you know, my, my thing is that I think, you know, we have like, there's no like right path for anyone or like some perfect, like comes down from the heavens thing. Very few people actually have that experience. What most people experience is like a trail of breadcrumbs. And so there's real power in just getting started. And that's what happened with me. I started one business and I like, you know, pulled some things that I really liked from that. I started another business. This is my seventh business. Damn. And all of them have been financially successful, but not all of them have been successful in terms of like satisfaction, meaning fulfillment and all that stuff. And I, and I think that like that comes in hindsight, not in foresight. And I think that's one of the the biggest things that like, it's useful for people to hear starting out is like, I don't have to get it right. I don't have to know who my perfect audience is, or I don't have to know who my, like what my perfect offering is to the world. It's like, try some shit, see what happens. Oh, sorry. Am I? Yeah, yeah, you're fine. (laughs) It's only the hard seat. The hard seat is the only one. And it's only British and Australians that seem to have a problem with it, but (laughs) we're good. I try not to shout that one out too often, <laughs> but yeah. So that, so that's the idea is like, get started, try some stuff and, you know, see what happens and then keep checking in, see how you like it and see how it's working in the world and see what people are saying and, you know, figure it out. 
I love it. I love it. No, uh, I think it's probably the biggest and best thing. It's just try. Like I, I think because we, when we were younger, we've seen, we look at our parents and like, oh my god, they're thirty. They're already there. They're so successful. But in reality, like you're so young. Like at thirty, no one is successful at thirty. It's so rare <laughs> that you'll find someone who's like hit the level of success when you're growing up. Because most of us don't come from the wealthy families that already have that success built in. So our parents are growing up. I read somewhere like we grow, we see our parents grow up into adulthood when we already think they're in adulthood because we're children. So <laughs> I like how you said there's breadcrumbs for people to find their perfect offering. It's kind of like the same thing in life. Yeah. And, for, you know, to, to elaborate further on your, the actual question that you asked me, which is like, what was my reason for being, you know, I went through this journey and I had a, when I was like 19, I had a head injury, <clears throat> damaged my left temporal region of my brain and gave myself brain damage. So I really like, I lost my social skills. I had trouble processing language. I really had like a pretty hard go of it for a few years. I was like really <laughs> depressed. I couldn't connect with other people. It was weird because, you know, my, my other processing didn't, wasn't affected. You know, the way that the brain works, it's like, it was yeah. segmented. Like I, I could do math and I could, you know, <laughs> business still was booming and I could do all these other things, but I just couldn't connect with people socially. And so I actually had to go on a journey to develop those skills again. And that took me like, I don't know, a better part of a decade to get to a point where I was at least as good as my pre head injury functioning levels. I can tell you, I didn't even know. <laughs> I couldn't tell. You yeah. said, I'm like, no way. No. Yeah. Well, what's crazy, dude, I mean, neuroplasticity, you know, thank God for that because it, it really like, it helped me to become, I'm better now than I ever was before because I actually, I was like, oh, well, this is a, a discipline, a skill that I can practice. And so then I started practicing it. So I did it in like, Oh, like an intentional way in a way that I, you know, you don't do when you're growing up, you're just no, like picking it's, up whatever it's just, it, it, yeah, it's happened. It's, it's like, yeah. okay, it, 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 it's part of life. I know how to do it. I don't have to learn it. It's part of me. Yeah, exactly. And so my sixth business was my first coaching business. And that was in the dating and relationship space, because the big thing that was motivating me through all of that was I was so lonely, I was going to kill myself. And I want I just wanted a girlfriend and all, you know, all this stuff. So Anyway, I had picked up all these things and I was like, oh, well, I could probably help other people. I was talking to one of my friends. He was a coach and he was like having some trouble with his relationship. And I was like asking him questions, helping him think through it. And he just like had this moment where he was like, have you ever thought about being a coach? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I am now. So, and that was like my first coaching business. Didn't love it. Again, followed the breadcrumbs. Like it was great doing the work, but I didn't love the dating and relationship space. I just wasn't, I'm not that interested in it. Not that motivated by it. <laughs> So well, once uh, you get yours, you're like, okay, I'm done. I don't need anything else. Like I found what I needed. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. Well, and it's, I mean, it's fascinating oh, to it do is, like social skills and all the social dynamics. I had just been in it for so long yeah. that I was like burned out on it. I was much more interested in like the personal development side of things. And like, cause to me, I think what like real social skills are based in like a true understanding of yourself and like mastery of yourself mm -hmm. as a person. And that I find fascinating. It's a journey that you know, I, I fully agree with you. Like I, I studied it when I was in, cause I wanted to be better with getting with girls. So I had to study it, right? Like with anything. And I remember reading something that there's like the three pillars of a man's life or three pillars of a person's life. It's your wealth, your health, and your relationship. And if you focus too much on one, the other two fall down. And right now looking at you, you focused on one, then you went to another one and you're on the third one. Now you're like doing all three pillars of that like mainstay for my, uh, humanity. So it's like really amazing seeing. 
Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Those are also great pillars in marketing for anybody out there starting businesses. If you're talking to one of those three areas, you know, of which there are thousands of offshoots. But yeah. Those are the ones that people are interested in. Yeah, it's true. Oh, my God. Well, I'll be right back. I have to go make another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Ben, how has it been like being in this loose? Uh, what happened? Am I here? I'm still here. Are you still here? I'm still here. Okay. It was just my screen. Okay. Phew. Okay, great. Thank God. We're still recording. Everything's live. I don't really mind. That's part of podcasting. It must have been uh, something here. Uh, um, so it goes. Uh, I lost my question, but it's going to come back. What made you go into the Lucid area? Like, what came up with, how did you come up with the name for yeah. the business? So Lucid Shift Coaching is because... I mean, I have this metaphor that I explain to clients that, you know, we're in a reality, like we all think that like, oh, it's a water bottle or it's a lamp or like, we're like pointing at all these things, but that's not actually what reality, I mean, we don't have access to reality. What we have is chaos around us, moving parts, molecules, atoms spinning and whirling through eternity, you know, and uh, our brain being what it is kind of organizes it and kind of simplifies it and makes some mistakes, but ultimately like, it makes sense of the chaos and it's doing the best job that it can. And we, we, all these mistakes, we come by them honestly, but ultimately the, the analogy that I have is like, it's like we're walking through some really dark attic, you know, like those old manor houses in like the detective stories where there's yeah. like, there's the attic that's piled full of stuff and you can walk around in it. So it's like everybody dreams attic. of having a house like that, but don't want to deal with the mess that's in the attic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> there's ghosts up there and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so it's like, we're walking around one of those, big dark attics and all we've got is a flashlight and you know we can point the flashlight in any direction that we want to right but we can only point the flashlight in one direction at a time because <clears throat> that's and that that flashlight is a metaphor for our attention our awareness right yeah. so we're taking in all the sense data and we can look at any part of it but we can't look at multiple parts at once we can only look at one part and so what happens is a lot of us by habit or through circumstance, we're, we're thinking about the world in certain ways and it's unresourceful for us. Like I, I can't do those things. It limits our possibilities. Like there's, you know, that's just the way it is. Things are hard, whatever. And that's just pointing our flashlight in a direction, all that mm -hmm. stuff. It's neither true nor false. I mean, it, it, it's out there in reality, but also so too is like, it's easy and things are flowing. We just look here. It's effortless. Yes. I, yeah. Yeah. And so lucid is light or clarity. And so that's like the flashlight. And so what, what we do in our coaching business is we help people to shift what they're looking at, not, not to lie about reality or like to make some up or like, you know, just believe some fantasy, but it's like, no, let's just think more resourceful thoughts. There are certain thoughts that help us to take more action than others. So let's just like point our flashlight in the direction that, helps us. And so we change our light and we change our lives. Lucid shift. I love it. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's, it's funny. Cause I'm, I'm reading more and more on like, like your mindset, creating the identity that you want, the habits, like I'm reading atomic habits right now. We're all listening oh, to atomic habits right now. That book. Amazing book. I'm also like, I'm rereading think and grow rich, which is still a mindset 
uh, book and uh, Travis Chapel, an amazing podcast who talks about building your network. He his one of his things is that you have to have that mindset that you are connected already to these amazing individuals, and you'll find a way because that's your identity to be. So like shifting your looking, like when you're saying you're not lying to anybody, you're not. It's it's just changing the words you use, like saying instead of having a problem, go I'm going to find the solution. Like, what's the solution exactly. to this situation? Instead of saying, oh, this is a problem. No, what's the solution to this? The solution is this. Okay, how can we get there? Easiest, fastest way to get there. So I love I love the flashlight analogy as well. That's, yeah. a, oh my God. <laughs> well, what you're, talking about, <laughs> what you're talking about is actually really uh, interesting. And it's useful for anyone starting a business to hear what, what you just said in kind of a different way as well, which is a lot of questions that entrepreneurs ask, especially when they're starting out, they're not resourceful questions. So they're like, they might ask something like, why isn't this working? Or am I going to be able to make this work or whatever? Those questions, they're not resourceful questions because what your brain, your brain is basically like Google. It's like a search engine and it's going to, whatever you type into the search engine, that's where it's going to look for in the world, in the reality. Right. And because there's so much stuff going on, you can find pretty much whatever you're looking for. Yeah. Like if I say, if I say, are you an insecure person? Your brain's going to go into all the places where you're insecure and it's going to be like, yeah, I, I'm insecure. But if I say, <laughs> Dude, are you a 90% cop? of your life is night, but then you look at the other side and it's like, you're, you're jumping out of planes. You're doing all these crazy things. Yeah. Because if I say, are you a confident person? Then your brain's going to go query for all the places where you are confident. And you're gonna be like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I have confidence in there. Right. And so that's the, that's the trick of this like lucid shift thing, right? Is we're, we want to ask more resourceful questions. So rather than like, why isn't this working? Which is not a useful question because the only answer that's going to come back from why isn't this working is going to be all the reasons that it's not working, right? Mm -hmm. and, and you're going to start manufacturing reasons why it's not working, right? <sighs> but a more resourceful question is how could this work better? What, what could happen that this would work better? Or what would this look like if it were already working really, really well? Right. And spending time in that starts to open you up and prime your brain. Your, your subconscious mind is going to start pulling out just like Google, all of the ways in which and the opportunities in which th things can be better or you can, you know, you know, whatever your resourceful question is. But that's what we want to play. I'm done. The episode's finished, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> There's nothing more I can teach you, um, Ben. That that is so true. And I, I love how you it's again, changing the way you're thinking. It's simple as that when you're having a negative thought. And what's great is it's something that I taught my brother who lives with paranoid schizophrenia. So he gets a lot of paranoid thoughts. Mm -hmm. And he's like, is mom and dad trying to kill me? Or are you trying to kill me or this? I'm like, stop thinking about if they're trying to think why would they and there's no reason they would because there's like 15 years you've been living with this like I'm pretty sure they would have taken care of you in the first two years if they realized how much, you know, like, but it's, again, it's, it's a, a, a unfortunate disease that he lives with, but it's still a thing. Like, like you'd saying, like changing the resourceful questions. I was doing it for him, but I wasn't doing it for me or other mm -hmm. entrepreneurs may have not been doing it. Like for certain things I, I did because it was like, Oh, that's ingrained. It's a habit for me to ask those, but in other parts like business, it, it's not. So it's like just learning that habit of changing it over. So oh, I love that resourceful questions with Ben Easton. If you ever do a podcast, <laughs> I think that should be the name of it. Um, nice. I want to go over a pain point that you've had in this, in, in your journey. So it doesn't have to be necessarily in this particular iteration of your entrepreneurial journey, but overall, um, you've probably hit multiple pain points. You probably hit a lot of places that you're like, okay, what's the solution to this issue? Um, what's one that maybe entrepreneurs, when they first kind of start, could use as a helpful like guiding post? Maybe not the answer to the pain point, but maybe 
point them in the right direction to solve it. Mm -hmm. I think um, it's, I think that the, the overarching theme is probably that like wanting to get it right. That thing that I was talking about earlier where it's like, I want this business to be perfect. And I, you know, I want it, it's for everybody. Everybody could, like, I remember my acupuncture practice. I was like, well, everybody needs acupuncture. And it's like, well, maybe that's true, but would I want to treat everyone? Like, like the, the extreme example that I always use with clients is like Hitler. If Hitler came, would you want Hitler to have less back pain? And it's like, I mean, maybe, maybe there's <laughs> an acupuncturist for Hitler, but I'm not the one. Right. So, so, the, so why, why not? And so I guess the, the idea is this like trying to be the one for everyone and to get it perfect for everyone. Um, that is just like, it was really not useful. And I was really blocked on it for a long time for marketing. And especially like, you know, all of the marketing advice out there is like, get your avatar down and like be yeah. very specific, like understand who you're marketing to. And it's like, well, take your best stab at it. Like who do you think that you'd most like to work with and then talk to those people and then try it out. Cause chances are you actually probably won't like <laughs> them that much at the in, in the beginning. And you're going to learn some stuff about actually who you really do want to work with. You're going to like, you know, make some tweaks and hone some things. So I just think this like trying to get it right thing up front is the stumbling block that I know I face in many of my businesses. And then I just see again and again, like, how, how do I, who is the person? What's the perfect marketing message? And it's like, just try some shit, throw it against the wall and see what happens. I love it. You know? So that's one. And then the other is like, Sorry, I'm gonna do two. Hey, hey, this is your show. I just, I just, I just started. I ended. I asked some questions. The rest is up to you. So you go as many times as you want. Great. Uh, the other one is uh, value. Is understanding your value proposition and getting really sold yourself. Because I, I think that's one of the big things. It's like the silent killer of businesses. Is like people are like, oh, that like this should be really valuable to the world, or like, like hypothetically, it's valuable. But I mean get yourself sold, like rock solid, like believe without a doubt that what you have can help people with whatever it is that they want help with. And if you aren't there yet, that's okay. But like, keep going until you get there. Like you keep, like ask yourself, how could I get more and more sold on this? Like, what are the, th where are the areas where when I look honestly, I, I still don't believe I can help people or I still don't believe I can help certain situations that I'm saying that I could like get yourself sold First and foremost, because all sale, I mean, business is sales. Like you got to make sales. If you don't make sales, you're not in business, really. And it won't, it won't be sustainable. So, and that's going to be much easier if you get yourself sold on whatever the product is or whatever. Yeah. Whatever the, your product or service is being fully 100%. Like there's not a shadow of a doubt in my mind that this will work and this will help people is like, it makes everything a lot easier. There we go. That's genius advice. <laughs> Figuring out the, pretty much it's the figuring out the one thing that one issue that you can solve for someone before you start solving for 55 other people, find that one individual that you can solve a problem for. I love it. Great advice. That, that you're completely sold on that you believe yeah. one without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Fully. Oh my God. Yes. Now we're coming up to my favorite. I think that's all. See, I'm, that's a pain point, but also a tip. So I'm going to say that you've answered my second question or my third question in, in the form of the second question. So we're going to jump off to uh, something that I love. This is a question that I 
I ask because it's selfish of me to ask it, but because I love reading and you have a whole bunch of books behind you. If you're watching the video version, you can see it. But if you're listening, Ben does have a, a few shelves filled with books. I want to know one book or multiple books that you would suggest an entrepreneur read either at the beginning, middle, near the end of their journey, whatever part of their journey that you want that you think would be uh, great for them. Interesting. I actually didn't think about the different phases of the journey, but uh, because one of my favorite, one of my favorite ones, I is a little bit further down the road, I think, for people. But it's this who not how. I actually have it not even on the bookshelf. It's like <laughs> right I, next I to it. I love clients so frequently that I just like keep it next to me. But this one's by Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy, and uh, it's all about understanding the value of what you do and only doing that, like staying in your lane, like figuring out what are the things that you love to do. Cause where a lot of entrepreneurs wind up wasting a lot of time and actually getting burned out. So I, that's one of the, like the five things that I help people with is like the burnout or the overwhelm. And one of the main causes for that is trying to do all the things. And even as they bring on like other people into their business, they're like trying to micromanage those people. And so now instead of like having things off their plate, they just put a different thing on their plate instead. And so the idea behind this who not how is figure out what are the outcomes, the, the, um, the tangible deliverables that you need for your business, the things that could be proven in a court of law, whether or not they were done, not like good work, but like what are the actual things that you need in your business? Identify those things. Kind of you build like a case. Dan Sullivan's got this model called an impact filter where you kind of build a case for yourself and why you want the thing. And then ultimately you find somebody who can do that. And it doesn't matter how they do it. Like I was just talking to a client about this yesterday. You know, she's like, well, they've got to be doing this, 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 and this. And I was like, well, what's the end result? She's like this. And I was like, okay, if she got that, but she didn't do any of that stuff, how would it, would it be okay for your business? And she's like, yeah, I mean, I guess it'd be okay. I, <laughs> I think it should be this. And I was like, okay, but wait, if they do this, 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 and this, but they don't get that end result, have they done what, what you need them to do in the business? She's like, no, that would be horrible. I'm like, okay, great. So, <laughs> so you don't know how they do it. You just want them to be able to do this thing, right? To get this thing done. And don't worry about the how. Don't concern yourself with the how because the person who's the right person for that job, knows exactly what they need to do. Yeah, they're already going to be really, they're going to be better than you at the how because you've been stumbling along, spending all your time doing this thing. And they probably have like quick and easy systems because it's just what they love to do and they've already figured it out. So just, oh my God. Think who, not how. And it's a great book. It's, you know, it's, it goes into many different ways of that, but uh, I love this book. That's a great one. And then honestly, I got to recommend a mindset one because I think. Um, Being a mindset guy. Yeah, it would make sense. Yeah. You know, but like, there's so there's like, there's, I think money mindset is a big one for people. Uh, I like secrets of the millionaire mind by T Harv Ecker. You're reading, uh, uh think and grow rich, think and grow rich, which is like early stage. A lot yeah. of what T Harv Ecker is like the evolution of that. So yeah. I really love T Harv Ecker cause he also does a lot with like mantras and, and like a physical body kind of implementation of affirmations or mantras. Um, so I really like that because he helps, think about money in a different way. Cause a lot of entrepreneurs have work a lot of good entrepreneurs, I should say good people consider themselves really good people. They have like some hangups about money and the way that money oh, works yeah. in the world. And those will always subtly and subconsciously get in our way when we're trying to sell something, because there's like a story that there's something wrong with selling or there's something yeah. bad, bad about money. Because we have all these 
for me, I can, I can speak specifically for selling my service. Uh, I, I offer podcast production and help people build podcasts so that they can uh, market for pretty much free their services, services and that. And I always get hung up because I know how technically easy it is to do a podcast. It's a lot of work, but because I've been doing it for six years, I have, like you said, I'm that person who gets the end result that you want, don't care about how I do it. And like, yeah. it's super easy for me. And I pretty much teach the, the, my clients and that how to do it as easy as possible as well. So that if I get removed, they can still do it without me. Will it be the same level? I don't know, but they have that ability if I'm not there or they don't want to pay me anymore. And I always get hung up because I always think like when I'm selling, like, I feel like the used car salesman, the, the dirty, like sleazy, like, ah, oh, you just want my money because you can't prove it. And I'm like, like, no, but I can prove my stuff. I have evidence here, but it's kind of like, oh, I, I feel icky sometimes. And it's like, I should, mm -hmm. I be charging this amount because you know, it's because I find it so easy in that. So. Yeah, totally. And I mean, <clears throat> you're describing exactly the thing about who, not how. One of the things is like, when you're really good at this is one of the early stage things to kind of overcome too is like when you're really good at something it is easy for you and so you're like mm -hmm. well i how can i sell that it's easy for me to do because there's this story in our uh in our like world and the the narrative that people yeah. tell the collective narrative that is the value of work is in how hard it is so the harder we work the more value it should be right like yeah. that's like you listen to gary v and he's like you wake up at 5 a.m you go to bed at 11 p.m and you work 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 the whole time you gotta hustle and grind and it's like yeah well you know gary wants to buy the new york jets or whatever yeah right? <laughs> yeah I, I he has I I like i want to buy the montreal canadians that's a very far pipe dream <laughs> am i gonna put in like 30 hours a day to get that yeah, exactly no, I, if I was maybe like 18, yeah. If I was younger and still had the time, like I know, like Gary says, I have the time. You you got all that. I believe I have the time. I don't have the time to put in 30 hours a day. No, I enjoy my <laughs> like, you know, three days a week, hardcore work. And then like the rest of the week I have off, I can do what I want. That, that's the life I want. I'm happy with yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, and know what you're in the game for, right? Because yeah. like a, a lot of entrepreneurs are actually in for freedom. And if what you want is freedom, then then like once you get to, like, it's like, what's your sustainable business model? Where is it that you have the garden that you just grow the garden and then like you eat the food and you, you live your life? Not like you grow the garden so that you can harvest the seeds so that you can grow more gardens so that you can pretty much become just a farmer for the rest of your life and it's like well that's great if that's what you want to do and if that's the yeah. game you want to play but most of us just want to have a life where we get to do the things that are most important to us and live you know and it's not about i just want to spend more time with my, my my nephew that's it like i want like that freedom that my sister can call me up and go phil can you take care of the care care of this brat and i'll be like yeah sure like i don't have to worry i'm like okay cool i got him i can go out and like you know meet better chicks now because i have this little man with me cruising with me you know already exactly. he's a smooth operator and he's only three my god um wingman <laughs> yeah, he's the ultimate wingman uh ben i'm gonna jump off screen here it's been we're coming up to the end and i this is the part i hate the most because i'm having so much fun talking with you obviously we the, if even if, if you haven't listened and not at least cracked a smile through this then you have no heart um or you're just a very sad individual whichever way but i'm gonna jump off i'm gonna give you the, the the whole screen you can take up to five minutes however long you want let my audience know where they can find you connect with you and just like join you if they want to change their mindset sure great so uh, thanks for joining us on the ride today. <clears throat> we talked a lot about mindset and other things about business. If you want to have more conversations like this, you can find us at lucidshiftcoaching.com. 
uh, and also on Instagram at lucid underscore shift underscore coaching. We, uh, we currently have an offering where you can show up and get a little bit of coaching if you want for free. It's, a, it's an offering where, look, I want there to be more people in the world doing this, building and feeling freedom. Like for me, freedom and impact are the big things that I think uh, the entrepreneurs that I'm in alignment with are, are wanting in the world. And so I'm, I'm not like Gary Vee. I'm not the one who wants to like hustle and grind. And I, I, I don't, that's not, there's anything wrong with that, but that's just not my thing. So what we're doing with the Breakthrough Bar, which is on Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific time, goes to 2.30, is we, we have some coaching. We, we have some conversation. People show up. A uh, few people will sit in the spotlight and do some actual real coaching. The people that are in the spotlight are going to get benefit from it, obviously, because they're going to get coaching, high-ticket coaching that they might not otherwise have access to. But then the people who are in the audience are also going to get benefit from it because they're listening and they're hearing either challenges that they're also experiencing right now, or sometimes seeing around the corner at challenges that might be coming down the road for someone else. So that's an offering that we're doing right now. Um, it's called the Breakthrough Bar. It's Fridays uh, from 1 to 2.30. We can get you the link to the uh, to get on the email list so that you find out about it. Uh, we can, I guess, maybe put those in the show notes or whatever. But mm-hmm. but the idea is uh, show up to that, build some community, because really this who not how thing that I was talking about earlier it's driven by connections. It's driven by understanding that you're going to be good at things and other people are going to be good at other things. And so we do that when we're in relationship with others and relationship takes time and trust to, there's now my relationship coaching coming up, but it's important, (laughs) but it's important to, you know, build these connections and spend time with each other. So we've created this container for it with the breakthrough bar. So feel free to join us on that. Check us out on Instagram, check us out on, uh, on the web. And otherwise it's been great talking to you. Oh, Amazing. Yes, we're going to definitely put the show in the show notes. You will have the link to the break breakout bar. Correct? Breakthrough bar. Yeah. Breakthrough bar. Sorry. Enlightenment yeah, on it, tap. Enlightenment on tap in the yeah. show notes down below so that you can join. You can definitely I'm probably going to be jumping in every once in a while. Why not be part of the uh, community grow that community because hey, that's the best way to grow with people who are either in the same spot you are or, or further along with you. Ben, I want to thank you so, so much for being a guest here. I had so much fun chatting with you and learning about your journey as a digital entrepreneur. Dude, um, it was a blast. Thanks for having me. Everybody who's listening, remember, check out the show notes to support the local business entrepreneur that you guys uh, connect with and especially Ben if you want to take your thinking to the next level and open yourself up and learn uh I am Phil Better the podcast mogul this is investing yourself the digital entrepreneur podcast I thank you so much for watching and remember to invest in yourself hey everybody I want to thank you so so much for watching the show and listening to the podcast uh as a thank you remember you can always head over to my website philbetterinc.com and get free 15 minutes with me to talk about how you can grow your podcast how to monetize your podcast or even how to start your podcast I have helped lots of people and I want to help you do the same for your business or just for your personal brand so again that is philbetterinc.com Head over there, book your free 15 minutes, and I'll be a pleasure to help you out. Have a good night, and remember to invest in yourself.